Amen. Well, thank you, Tim. Thanks for uh, sharing the announcements with us. Uh, my name is Dave Reno, and uh, I'm the uh, church planting pastor here at Renovation, which makes me the other Pastor Dave on staff. I am the, uh, the shorter one, the balder one, the older one. Uh, I'd like to think of that as more mature, but uh, I'll let you judge for that. Gotta tell you, I am really proud to be part of a church like this. Um, when I first got involved, I, I learned of Renovation's vision, the, the vision to start uh, 10 new churches in 10 years. This church is less than uh, nine years old, and we have already started uh, three churches with more news uh, yet to come. The vision just keeps going up. Not to gather more people here, though it's exciting to be part of a church that is, that is growing, that is seeing more and more people uh, give their lives to Christ, uh, people in Rwanda and people here. But it's exciting to see a church that hasn't settled for addition, but is going for multiplication. You see, the, the measure of a church is not how many people we gather, but how many people we send. And in the coming years, God is going to tap some of you on the shoulder. You're going to hear his, his small voice saying to you, it's your time. It's your turn to leave the comfort of this place and go be part of starting the next renovation church. Got to tell you, for me, it's a real honor to be part of a church like this, a church that is giving birth. Now, speaking of giving birth, um, today is uh, Father's Day. I want to take a little survey here. Do we have anybody in the room uh, who is a, uh, a great-grandparent? we have any great-grandparents in the room? No great-grandparents in the room. Okay, all right, all right. Um, do we have any grandparents in the room? If you're a grandparent, I want you to stand. Okay, come on. There are a few. There's got to be a few. These are grand, great-grandparents in training. Uh, scripture says, rise in the presence of the aged, show respect for the elderly, and revere your God. I am the Lord. So let's give them a hand. Those of you who stood a moment ago, that you, you have uh, grandkids, that is your reward for not killing your own children <laughs> because you were tempted. Uh, and then uh, let me see the hands of those of you who are parents. We got some parents here in the room. I got a lot of parents here in the room, to which I just want to ask so, why did you do it? Why in the world did you sign up for that craziness? Perhaps you can relate uh, to that parent who said, who, who was asked, if you could do it all over again, would you still have kids? The response was, sure I would, just different ones. <laughs> ah, the challenge and joys of, um, of parenthood. Well, today is... is um, is Father's Day, but I want to I talk a little broader this morning. I want to talk with you about 
not those of you who are parents, but the one thing that we all have in common. I want to talk to you about your parents. Your parents. Once a year, there's a Mother's Day. Once a year, there's a Father's Day. And once a year, all of us, because we all have parents, wrestle with what is it that I'm supposed to do on Mother's Day and Father's Day. Um, uh, we were designed optimally to have two parents, a mom and a dad, optimally. And it's a little bit like push-ups. It is possible to do a one-armed push-up. It's possible. And it's just really hard. That's why... <laughs> that's why God said uh, in, in the key verse that I want you to hold on to today, Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. It's part of the Ten Commandments. Oh, you've heard it before. That's why God said... I want you to honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. This was given to the people of Israel prior to their moving into the promised land. They had their sights set on how good it was going to be, how great the land was going to be, how, how uh, fantastic their cattle were going to be, and their career, and their house, and their achievements in life. And God said, whoa, stop, pause, honor your father and your mother so that you could live long in this, um, uh, this great land that you're going to be going into. Now, I got to tell you, I, I heard this verse when I was a kid and, and I was trying to figure out what is this live long in the land? And uh, the only thing I knew was that if I disobeyed my parents, I was dead. And uh, so I, I, needed to, uh, dis I needed to obey my, my parents. Um, one, uh, one child discovered that. Uh, uh, was always messing up in church, sitting by mom and dad in church. And uh, finally, dad couldn't take it anymore. Couldn't take it anymore. He yanked the kid out of the seat and headed for the back door. And everybody in church saw it and heard the scream of the kid as he went out the back door. Pray for me! <laughs> So that you may live long on the planet. Big thing I want you to notice. That this is one of the, what we call, the Ten Commandments. Honoring our father and mother made the top ten. I also want you to notice this was not written to children. It was written to people my age and your age. I know most of you are younger than me. It was written to us, not to our children. It is in there right alongside of no adultery and no lying and no stealing. Um, the first four of the Ten Commandments have to do with our relationship with God. Commandments 6 to 10 have to do with our relationship with other people and smack almost in the center commandment number five of the big ten has to do with your relationship 
with your parents as an adult, and it makes the top 10. It is indeed your most important relationship. Honor our parents. The word honor that is used there is a Hebrew word, kabod, and it's the same word that is used in other places for honoring God. Let that be a sobering thought. Same word is used for how we relate to our parents as how we relate to God. So this morning I want to talk to you about how. I want to talk to you about how it is that you go about that. Now, when you came in uh, this morning, you got a, a bulletin. There's a place on the back of the bulletin uh, where you can take notes if you uh, so choose. I'm going to have an outline because I'm talking to you about, so what does it actually look like for grown-up kids, that's all of us, to honor our parents? All right? How? First, when you were young, and we got a, we got a, a few, quote, young people uh, here in the room. When we're young... It means to obey, obey. Ephesians 6.1, children, obey. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. It's simple when you're, when you're, when you're young. Uh, two, uh, the two grade schoolers were talking one day, and they were talking about how difficult it was to get along with their parents, and uh, one of them said, you know, hey, I don't have any problem with it. I've got a system. You've got a system? Tell me your system. Simple. Uh, they tell me what to do, and I do it. That's my system. And when we're young, and I'm going to move on here, because most in the room, uh, you're beyond this. Um, it's just that simple. Honor. Let me give you four magic words. Four magic words for those of you who in the room who are still on the parental payroll. Okay? Four magic words. Yes, mom. Yes, dad. Yes, mom. Yes, dad. All right. Second thing. It means to honor God, to honor our parents. It means to respect them. Respect them. Leviticus 19.3 puts it this way. Each of you, and again, he's not talking to children, must respect his mother and father. I am the Lord your God. And so we grow up. Time goes by. We start making more and more of our own decisions. And we eventually outgrow the simplicity of yes mom, yes dad. We eventually outgrow simple obedience to our parents. My dad, when I was very young, had my cowboy boots, man, I wanted to be a cowboy, had my cowboy boots bronzed. This is my cowboy boot for when I was um, three or four years old. It's special and precious to me. And um, as you can tell, I've outgrown this. I've outgrown a lot of things, unfortunately. We outgrow obedience, but we never outgrow respect your mother and father. I gotta, I gotta tell you, I didn't do very well with this. When I was um, late high school, throughout my college years, 
uh, I have had and still have the gift of sarcasm. Uh, my friends appreciated my gift of sarcasm. I got a lot of laughs out of it. My parents didn't appreciate my giftedness for sarcasm. I didn't understand in particular why my dad didn't enjoy my giftedness. And so I kept right at it. It was a passive-aggressive thing. While he was still paying the bills, I didn't want to overtly tell him where to go. But I used sarcasm a lot. Unfortunately for me, I, I ran out of time. Uh, I was the youngest in my family. My dad passed away when I was 22. He was 65. Do the math and you realize, actually I left home when I was 22. He passed away six months later. My dad never had, well, he had six months of empty nest and six months of retirement as he endured 65 years of or many years of my sarcasm. I wish I could have done it differently. I ran out of time to tell him thank you for all the things that he'd done. For the swim meets he had taken me to, for the guitars that he had purchased, for the way he had uh, paid for most of my college for when we moved from Pennsylvania to Arizona and I was in eighth grade. I didn't know it at the time, but we visited this church, we visited this church, we visited this church, we visited the next church, and finally we found a church that my parents picked. I didn't realize it at the time, but they picked the church that their eighth grade son connected with. I wish I'd have started earlier in respecting my dad in particular. I wish I had listened to Proverbs 23, 22. Listen to your father who gave you life. And do not despise your mother when she is old. Uh, do the math. When she is old, you're mature. We are called to respect. One of the most uh, profound ways that you can respect, that we can respect our parents, is to listen to uh, their advice. <clears throat> uh, my dad, uh, he wanted me to, to listen to his advice. And uh, I thought I was listening. Because when dad talked, okay, I'm talking about my late high school, college, early adult years. When my dad talked, I listened. I just didn't ever do anything that he said. One of the most profound gifts that you can give to your parents is to honor, respect, sometimes actually follow their advice. So I've got four more magic words. This applies more to most of you in this room. Four more magic words. Love your mom, love your dad. Love your mom, love your dad. I want you to say that with me. I want you to practice. Here we go. Hey, I'm a guest speaker, so you got to humor me. Here we go. Ready? Love your mom, love your dad. One more time. Love your mom, love your dad. 
and your mom and dad, if they're still alive, that means a lot to them. Okay, the third, the third thing that uh, honoring means. Maybe your mom and dad are significantly aging. And for some of you, your mom and dad are gone. What does it mean to honor them? It means as they're aging and then when they're no longer with you, to treasure and care for them. Timothy writes about those of us who have aging parents. He's actually talking about widows. He says, if she, your mom, has children or grandchildren, their first responsibility is to show godliness at home and repay their parents by taking care of them. Interesting word there, repay. He acknowledges something that oftentimes we forget how much our parents invested in us to repay our parents by taking care of them. This is something that pleases God. Some of you have aging parents. Do you know what the most important thing in their lives are? The most important thing in their lives is you. You are the brightest spot in their lives. And the older they get, the truer that is. As time and age reduce their horizons and they are betrayed by their bodies and their minds, what they want in life is diminished. Many of you have parents who their careers, they don't really care that much about anymore. Their ambitions, their houses, their cars. That all that is left in those aging years is their memories and you. That's all they got. Their memories and you. And their memories of you. We see that in how Jesus honored his mom when he was uh, on the cross. Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother as he was being crucified. And when Jesus saw his mother there, remember, wracked with excruciating pain... When Jesus saw his mother at the foot of the cross and the disciple whom Jesus loved, uh, that's John's way of referring to himself, standing nearby, he said from the cross to his mother, Dear woman, here is your son. Referring to uh, the disciple that Jesus was closest to, John. And to that disciple, here is your mother. And from that time on, this disciple took her into his room. Do you see what's going on here? That even in Jesus' death, he was worried about his mom. Even in his death, he was treasuring her and taking care of her future. So... 
How do we honor our parents? What does it look like to treasure them with our time? And then let me give you a couple more magic words. You've already learned, yes, mom, yes, dad. You've already learned, love you, mom, love you, dad. The words, thank you. Thank you, mom. Thank you, dad. Little pleasantries for most of us at most of the time, but take an inventory of the things, of the ways that your parents have invested in you and tell them. As I mentioned earlier, my dad uh, died too soon. Uh, his problem, not mine. I was 22. Fortunately, I had a chance. Our whole family got together with my mom in her aging years. And we spent an entire afternoon sharing with her the memories that we had of her life and telling her thank you. Powerful words. You, memories, the words thank you. Finally this morning, a word to those of you who are here this morning trembling. You didn't know that this was going to happen this morning. For you, Mother's Day and Father's Day are the worst days of the year, the hardest days of the year. For some of you in this room, they are hard because you wanted to be a parent. But infertility or miscarriage, or perhaps just living alone, has prevented you from having the privilege that we've been talking about this morning. For others of you this morning, it, it's, it's about regret. Regret because unknown to just about anybody else, there's been an abortion in your life. Or you had to give a child up. Or your child was taken by the state or by the other parent. And the last place you want to be is in church when they're talking about the joys of fatherhood and motherhood. For others of you, you're experiencing pain, the pain of an imperfect child, the pain of an unwanted pregnancy, the pain of, for some of you, raising a child alone, the pain of raising children who have horrifically disappointed you who desperately needed to hear what was being said today and they didn't hear it or didn't listen. You started the parenthood journey expecting joy and ended up with a whole lot of pain. And still others of you are listening to a message on honor your parents and you're going, no, you don't get it. No way, Dave. Because you have parents who have disappointed you, who have disapproved of you, in some cases emotionally abandoned you, perhaps abused you. Some of you in this room, if you're honest with yourself, are living with a parental memory of parents who didn't care, didn't try, and didn't love, and you're hearing honor your father and your mother, and you're going, say what? There is no way that I can do that. What does it look like for you? One last word. Forgive. Forgive. 
Ephesians 4.32 says, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Your parents are part of the others. Your parents are part of those imperfect people who for the most part did their best. Some of you had parents who didn't do their best. I know that it's not politically correct to say in a church, but you know we have some really imperfect parents. And part of what it means to honor them is to do for them what God did for us and what we do for others, and that is to forgive. To forgive. It's a decision, a decision that over time leads to healing. Oh, it may never totally heal the relationship, but forgiveness is a one-sided, uh, a one-sided decision. Forgiveness is not, I forgive if they also forgive. Forgiveness, at the very heart of it, we forgive because we are wronged. Because we've been abused or abandoned or mistreated. It's not a denial of those things. It's, Jesus forgave me. I'm imperfect too. And mom, dad, I need to forgive you. At Trotley Camp... Um, where I've often gone in the summer in the past, there's a big bell that they ring to call people to dinner. And a, a rope that you can grab hold of to ring the bell. And it's really loud, really loud. And so while it's fun to do it once, twice, it's not fun to have it ring constantly right above head. But one of the things I've learned, if you want the bell to stop, let go of the rope. And if you let go of the rope, if you let go of the rope, the bell doesn't immediately stop ringing. It still keeps ringing for a little while. But eventually, the bell stops ringing if we let go of the rope. Some of you have forgiveness that needs to happen towards your mom and dad. And that's one of the most important steps you can take in honoring them. Perhaps some of you have read the little book, The Giving Tree. A book about a tree that gave a little boy his apples to eat, gave him shade to rest in, and her branches for him to climb in. And time passed, and the little boy grew up, became a man, and that tree gave to him her, uh, her branches to build a... Uh, a house out of, her apples to sell, and finally uh, her trunk to build a ship out of. And when the boy grew to be a tired old man, the stump, that was all that she was left, still gave the tired old man a place to sit on, 
a place to rest. And the tree was happy. Many of you are parents. All of us have parents. It's number five in the most important things that we can do. Honor your father and your mother. Let's take a moment to pray. Lord Jesus, uh, we want to thank you for the fact that we wouldn't be here without a mom or a dad. And we want to acknowledge that uh, for the most part, most of them have given a lot, tried hard, did the best. We also acknowledge that they and we are very imperfect people. Lord, I want to pray for the moms and the dads that are present in this room, that you would give them grace to raise their children, to love you and to honor you throughout life. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.